everybody. Welcome to the third episode of Songs Beyond Sunday, where we explore the world of worship and why worship songs mean so much for our connection with Christ. I am your host, Tristan Lockhart. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be a blast. We are covering a very popular song right now, as well as having a guest break down the second half of the podcast with us today. So that is going to be amazing, and I'm super excited for that. Today, we are going to be covering Gratitude by Brandon Lake. Now, there are a couple artists on this one, and it has such a cool story and background as to how it all came to be. So go ahead and take this time to go listen to Gratitude by Brandon Lake. You can pause now. So, out of the gate, there's not a lot of history on this song, so I had to do a lot of digging. So this section will be shorter than normal, but gives us a lot of great time for the second half with our guest, which is going to be an absolute blast. So, while this song is mostly sung and posted by Brandon Lake, he actually got to write it with a couple of friends. Benjamin Hastings, and Dante Bow. In an interview with Spirit 105.3, he talks about the setting for when the song was wrote and how he and his friends wrote it and how everything kind of came to be. And it was really cool. He talks about how they were in Dante's apartment in Australia and just had a conversation about the goodness of God and how they felt like they struggled to understand like what we can give to God and what we felt was worthy because he's God. He has everything. What can we ultimately give God? Um, and they were kind of just landing on this idea of gratitude. That's what we give to God. We give God our gratitude and our faithful obedience um, into what he calls us. I thought that was so aligned with this song. It is painting the picture of gratitude as being part of our worship to Christ, that we lift up our gratitude to Christ as an act of worship. Another thing I thought was cool was how he talks about how the song almost didn't come to be because the song wasn't sounding how they wanted the message to be, but then took all of the stuff out and started with a guitar and the lyrics and then built up to the praise moment and how that kind of led to the idea of the how they wanted this song to be, how it started out soft and kind of built and built and built to this really cool thing. I think the interviewer said it best. She said, the first time I heard it, it sounded like a song, a psalm David would have written. Brandon answers with, it's just the honesty that the song has in it. I think that is powerful. It shows just how scriptural the song is as well. We see verse 1 aligned with 2 Corinthians 9, 14, 15, talking about how even words can't describe how he feels about the gifts of Christ. And then in verse 2 connects with scriptures like Psalm 86, 12, Isaiah 26, 10, and Psalm 104, 1, and many others. This is tapping into how we feel like at some point our words have an end, how the verse says the song must end, but he never will. I even think that that, al- that line alone doesn't get enough knowledge to its understanding. It's one line talking about a spiritual high and how at some point that stuff will end, but he never will. And we have to have our gratitude centered on him so that when the song ends, our love for him doesn't. Then the chorus in verse 3 is where we see a lot of backlash towards this song. But I think people are missing the message behind these lyrics. These, li- these lyrics are Brandon showing us his response. I feel like people think this song is saying that this is how it has to be done, and that's not the message. It is just Brandon, who is a worship leader, showing us that he shows his gratitude through worship and how, he f- how, how much he feels like that's how he gives everything to God, and that alone is so powerful. So there is the brief rundown of the history, and now we can dive into the next section of this podcast. I want to shout out Spotify. Spotify has made it such an easy and fun experience as a new creator to get to post my podcast um, and just make it easy. They make it simple for music creators and podcast creators and give them the ability to post their content in a friendly way. So if you are a growing creator or podcast creator and looking for a great way to get your content out there, 
check out anchorfm.com. Anchor was bought by Spotify, but they run off the same program and the same software, and they are still Anchor, but they are now owned by Spotify. And it is just a super phenomenal way to, as a creator, get your content out there and give people the ability to see your content. So check out Spotify for podcasters and Spotify for artists today. Alrighty. So like I've been stating, I've said it numerous times before and time and time again, I have been beyond excited for this portion of this podcast. And it's because when I was thinking of how I wanted this podcast to work, I didn't want every episode to just be me talking about what I think the church thinks. I want to have a conversation between me and the church, a guest, a friend talking about how I, how we, how this song connects with us. Cause we can talk about the history and what the artist wanted all day long, but at the end of the day, it's what the church thinks. It's what, how the song has impacted us. So what better way to, than to see and have a conversation with how these songs have impacted someone. So I'd like to introduce my friend, Josh. So Josh, uh, I want to tell, I want to sort of shout out. Uh, me and Josh both go to college together. We've mm-hmm. known each other for almost three and a half years now because we're yeah, we're, yeah, we have. Sh- we're in our senior year. We're here. We're this this is the deal. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, my name is Joshua Dodge, and I am a senior here at Ozark Christian College. Currently um, studying o- organizational leadership. Um, not fully sure on exactly where God is leading me after this place. Just trying to be really open to the Spirit on that. But currently, I'm serving at. Uh, Central City Christian Church uh, with King's Kids, and this is a program where we put on productions, um, music, musical-ish, uh, with story and music that every week we just bring in kids and we teach them for a couple of hours a cool song that teaches a biblical value and some scenes that tie around the biblical value or a biblical story. Uh, last year we did the story of Nehemiah, like almost word for word, which was super, super fun. Um, In a big way that we like to teach kids and we think it can really impact their hearts is through music. Um, And I'm super stoked to talk some music and some worship and how that has, uh, I don't know, affected my life and affected um, some others in in my life. Yeah, Yeah, man, that's awesome. That actually leads perfectly into my second question for you. Um, This is a worship podcast. This (laughs) is the whole idea of Songs Beyond Sunday, right? Taking the worship and taking it beyond church. Uh, So... You talked about it a little bit, a little bit there with the King's Kids and the worship, but kind of breaking down more on a personal level, how has worship in itself impacted you? Oh, yeah. Um, worship has always been something that I, I, I grew up not going to church much. Uh, finally went to church uh, in about middle school. Um, and there was something about worship, even when I didn't know Jesus, that just transcended the lack of like personal relationship that I had with him there, it made Christianity and the experience of being a Christ follower real. There's something that it transcends music that can dip into the parts of people that are more true, a little bit more raw, a little bit more authentic. That's really the word that I think I correlate with worship is authenticity. There are songs that are out there in the world that are not not authentic, that were made cookie cutter, put some chords together, put some words in a right enough sounding lyric, and that can sell something. But I think what worship is, and I know it's been for me, worship has been a way that I can express words, experiences, thoughts, 
feelings, emotions, longings of the Lord that I couldn't do until this song came out. Or it has prompted me to think about my relationship with Christ in a way that I haven't been able to before. Because I've been able to sing with a song, meet a song in its place, wherever it's trying to guide and lead. That's what worship leaders do, right? They help lead us to the throne room. And I think that's what worship songs are for. It's to lead us to the throne room of God, the feet of Jesus, and bring us to praise. Wow. Man, that's powerful. Man, that's goosebumps, I swear. That is... Man, that is so cool. I love hearing. I, that's one of the cool things with me in worship. I have such a, a great passion for worship, mm. but also getting to hear other people's passion for worship, seeing how, because that's one of the cool things about worship, right? Is like, we could pick a song all day long, but how I come to this song and how you come to this song yeah, is dude. different. It's yeah. different. And that's yeah. kind of the ideal here is that this is what I was going for is, is getting to see the cool things of how people interact with songs differently. Because mm. of the whole point of art. Yes. The artist can mean one thing, but then he can put that art for the world and how I view that art and how you view that art obviously are going to be different. Yeah. But does that change the impact of the art? And that's just, that's, man, that's so cool. Um, so yeah, uh, to dip into the particular here, we're covering uh, Gratitude yes. by Brandon Lee. Yes. Uh, I absolutely chose you on purpose because I know that how much you enjoy listening to Brandon. I love hearing mm-hmm. you talk about um, some Brandon songs and how you've personally connected with them. Um, yeah. And how, especially this song, you know, you've talked about how you have seen this song work. Yeah. Plus, shout out, he got to go to a concert a couple of weeks back. Got yeah, to see it, it was live. amazing. It was got amazing. To see it live. I mean, that's that's wicked. That's so cool. And I think that's also adds to the different aspect of mm-hmm. like hearing hearing my worship leader sing it on Sunday and hearing Brandon sing yeah. it on Sunday. Like that, I think even there, you can see the differences. So how um, has this song in particular kind of, how has it worked on you? Oh man, twofold. There's, so I'm going to speak about when this song came out and also i have to speak on the experience of being in a place where brandon is singing it also shout out phil wickham was also tandem with him in this it was incredible uh shout out to the radio station air one who uh hosted that uh, that event at red rocks it was amazing but i'll get into that i'm gonna first speak on just my my initial experience listening to the song i remember i remember i was in a place I, I couldn't tell you exactly when it was, but there was something I was just starting to allow myself to listen to more modern worship. And this was similar to the time that gratitude was really popular. I didn't want to listen to it because of its popularity at first. That's something I, I try to wait on, especially in Christendom of things can get popular really fast. And I personally like to wait for that to die down a little bit for me to take on my first experiences of this media of or this piece of art. Um, and whenever I finally sat down and I listened to it, just the opening lyrics of saying, I have nothing to give. I have nothing in this world that I could ever attempt to do. I could sing many songs, all of them end. God never does. And just the honesty of that lyric, you mentioned it earlier, man. Like, I don't think that lyric itself gets enough notice because it is so true. No matter how much we try to compare worship songs to one another, this song is just being flat out honest 
no matter what song you listen to, it's going to end. No matter what song a worship artist is trying to write, it will end. At some point, all of this is going to come to an end, but God won't. Our, our ability to be thankful, the song's name is to have gratitude, should not and will not end. So man, how amazing is that for a song to just speak to that truth, to speak to how real it is to be a person living in the reality and the truth of what it means to be a person who is a child of God. We're not going to be able to end our praise of him. And this song is just trying to tap into that at some level. And that really shifted. Like I'm just going to be honest, it shifted the the view it came out at a great time that I was learning stuff in my uh, Bible classes, um, but it began to really impact my view of like, wait a second, if I am a person who truly does believe in Christ, believe in the Lord, believe that I'm going to be with him for eternity, why can't I start dipping into what I'm going to be doing in eternity now, which is giving praise, giving thankfulness, looking to him with everything that I have and just pouring it all out? Why can't I do that now? And this song came out at a perfect time. Or at least I listened to it at just the right time that it started to really catapult that view in my own spiritual walk. Yeah, man. Wow, that's awesome. Man, that is so cool. Um, one of the cool things I like, especially in this section of the podcast, is kind of covering all of the world. Mm. And so mm. one of the cool things that has happened recently this year, I believe it was this year, um, for those of you that don't know, there is a competition called The Voice. Yeah. It is a show where different people can come and audition and then sing in front of judges. That they, they Those judges then build like a group of like – they kind of like select people to build like a band. And yeah. they all yeah. kind of like keep working at each other and dropping people and dropping people until they get to the final voice or whatever. And we actually saw um, a guy – actually, let me pull it up real quick because I forgot his name. But we actually saw this song sung – at it this year. Um, let's see. Where was this guy? So yes, Bodie. There was Bodie, a guy named Bodie yeah. who sung this at The Voice. He actually got second. And he wow. sung this song, Gratitude, on The Voice. And so I think that is, for me, I think that's interesting. Because we don't see, it's by nature a secular um, show. It's yep. it's the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't see that kind of music on that show. And so I kind of want to see what your thoughts are. Because yeah. me personally, I I love it. I think it is super awesome, but I think we could see a lot of backlash mm. because if you watch the video, it's very produced. Yes. And I think sometimes that can take away from the meaning of a worship song. If there mm-hmm. when you when you when you pass that threshold of production <laughs> that you lose the worship and it's more like even worship songs having work like music videos. Like where do you cross the line of it yeah. being a worship song into a music video? Yeah. And so like I think that's cool. And like I think it's good to talk about those things. Mm-hmm. And so seeing this song sung on the voice, and even oh. Brandon talked about it, talking about how um like he said, his wife had actually sent in an audition mm-hmm. and they, they accepted it and they wanted him to come to do a private audition and then he ended up deciding not to do it because he felt like that just wasn't the way God was leading him to. Um, and he just felt like God had him where he needed to be at the time. Um, but that he thought it was super awesome that, that this guy got to sing this song on The Voice, mm-hmm. which is just, I, again, I, I think it's super awesome, but I think that it could lead to trouble. Yeah. And so I kind of want to see what you think about that. No, dude, I think, I think especially with this song, Right. The reason why I love it so much is because it is stripped back. Yeah. The original production of this song, 
is Brandon in a room with a mic and a guitar, an acoustic guitar. That's what made me connect to it on such an amazing level. And I think, if I'm going to be real, like, I think it's what helped the Christian dumb, like, all of what is, like, popular in Christianity right now, like, kind of halted and was like, wait a second, this is cool, because this is stripped back. I don't know if there was a really a music video for this until I think there was something done for The Chosen at some point later on in its, like, being known to the world. I, whenever it came out, I was looking, looking at this video just beforehand, and I was like, huh. Like, whenever you're seeing them in the, in the video, uh, with Bodie singing, and the people are, like, lifting their hands, very choreographed, very, like, like, on purpose, and for a for the show Mm -hmm. and then they gather around him and they start doing what resembles praise motions yeah but for a performance there was a part of me that wanted to be like ooh, i'm not sure (laughs) if i like this and i still i still don't like it in the sense of it's taking away from what it originally was that stripped back nature that super just authentic praise. But for the fact that it is being known, at least on the level yeah. that The Voice wants to use that as one of the songs, I don't know what the exact process is. Maybe someone else who is more knowledgeable about The Voice would know of like how they choose songs right. how for they, their they have artists. Like a song bank or how like if the artists bring songs to them and they're like, like yeah that's okay or like eh, maybe we're not gonna let you sing that because there's, yeah. there's an agenda there is there's there is some sort of like okayness and they need to like at some level they have like themes throughout the shows and throughout even just the characters going through the voice right like they have certain songs that are very thematic for who they are and it's a wow part of the show if they go do something different with this song i I it's it's an interesting choice yeah. for them to choose this song. Yeah. And the fact that it at least was chosen to be performed. Uh, we were talking just earlier and how, man, the fact that at least one person who watches The Voice could have could have gone, could have gone afterwards and listened to this song originally in its own context in its own stripped back way, maybe just maybe that gave him an encounter with more worship music and maybe more of that worship music began to bring them closer to the Lord. Um, at, mm, at least, at least for the one person that this could have done that for. I try to see this as a a good thing for the song Gratitude. And Let's take it a step back, not just for the song gratitude, but for worship music, for people to be able to see this song sung by a growing artist. It at least gives more exposure and possibly, possibly brings a little bit more people closer to an encounter with the one who it is being sung about, the Lord. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Well... I want to thank you again for tuning in with us. I think this has been an absolute best. Um, this has been 
such a great first trial run of having a second person on the podcast mm-hmm. with me. Um, I also think that's just fun because of our personal connection. We can just we can have fun. We can laugh. 100%. Uh, and just talk about worship, man. Just talk about worship. Like that is – it has been so cool to get to hear your story with worship and this song in particular and, and just hear you vocalize that. Mm-hmm. I think that is also really special for, for – even for non-Christians, really, because yeah. that's oh, kind of the man. thing you know, I'm, I'm trying to go for here yes. is, is for both Christians and non-Christians to be able to digest this and learn something from it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool to get to hear – the worship side of your story and how like worship has affected you and like how how worship just has such a hold on people's hearts mm-hmm. and how it gets into that, that that next level deal you were talking about there earlier. So I just think that is an absolute blast. So thank you again for tuning us tuning in with us on this podcast, Josh. It's been a joy. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. It's been a blast. Well, thank you guys again so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed getting to hear this song breakdown and also just getting to have um, Josh on the podcast with us. It was such a blast to get to hear his story um, and get to experience what this kind of podcast is going to look like. So I plan to do this kind of episodes in the future. Um, I'd like to do them more than often. Like I want to do them like this one. We had two and then one. I like to try and do them every other uh, just because I think that's more beneficial. Uh, But we'll kind of see what that looks like going forward. Um, I just wanted to note that one of the things that has helped start this podcast was that I actually did this for a class. Um, So there was a class that prompted um, doing the podcast. And so I, it made it real. We had to, you know, make our episodes and post them. So because of that, I'm coming to an end of that class. And so I'm going to be taking some time off for the podcast to help give me um, enough time to get my other classes done and finish out the semester strong and finish my, my senior year strong. Um, so I'm going to be taking some time off from the podcast, um, but I fully intend on coming back to it at the start of the summer when I have enough time to fully devote giving myself everything I've got to the podcast um, and giving you guys the content you deserve. So I want to thank you again so much for tuning in for these first three episodes. I hope you guys all really enjoyed it. Make sure to share it with friends so we can build the hype um, for when I start doing it again. But thank you guys again so much for being a part of it. Again, you can check us out at Songs Beyond Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Vero, as well as SBS underscore official underscore on X. Again, this is where I'm going to be posting updates about what the new episodes are going to look like in the future, um, but also post updates about when I'm going to be getting back into it. Um, you can also email us at songsbeyondsunday at gmail.com. So thank you again for tuning in.